0: amen if you'll look there's going to be a, a hope a slide that's going to come up it's going to be a door can you get there with me is the door not coming up i got some incredible slides today I, well that that's not the incredible slide i wanted but it maybe it'll come up in a minute it came? there it is i am the door man y'all were scaring me like last weekend it died this week we updated everything everything's been working beautifully i'm like okay come on i am the door of the sheep doors you know i've always been intrigued with doors maybe you have you know when you're little you always want to open the door and your mama your daddy your grandma your granddaddy they come running over to assist you because they're worried about this what's going to happen that these might get caught in the door you know my grandkids they go in and out of this door and finn's the youngest and he's pretty strong but you know sometimes i worry about because that door they just kind of you know they they slam but doors doors are important to us you know we've been walking in and out of doors our entire life ever since we learned how to walk so you know i was thinking about doors this week a lot matter of fact maybe too much and so i decided i said you know what i'm curious we we go in and out of a lot of doors throughout our life but at christ community church we have a lot of doors i mean we have a lot of doors matter of fact when the guy was installing this other day, he came back into the office wing, and he always comes through here, through the, through the portico, and he comes in here. But he was back there, and he had this look on his face. And he came down the hall, and he looked, and he goes, Pastor, which door do I go out to get back into the sanctuary? Because, I mean, and I'm thinking, what? Well, I wanted to go, duh. But I went, no, I said, uh. I said, here, let me show you. Because there's a lot of doors, and it's just kind of confusing. You you know when you go into a strange place, and you're like, I don't know what door to go to? So you know what I did? I went, and I, I did some counting, and I counted all the doors in this building. And you know how many I came up with? 62 doors in this building right here. And then I said, no, that's not enough. So then I went next door, and I counted the doors over there. And there were 41 more doors over there. There's a hundred and three doors at Christ Community Church. I'm tired. Let's go to lunch. Man, it's just a lot Indoors. doors. Like this morning, you got up and you went through a door to the. Thank you very much. <laughs> Older people understood. The rest of you like where kitchen? No, bathroom. Okay, and then you went to a door to the kitchen, and then you went back into the shower, and then you went here and there, and then finally you went through the door of your house out. Maybe if you had a carport, porter garage, maybe you had another door, and then you finally opened the car door. And, you, you know, and then you got to church here, and as soon as you got to church, people greeted you at the door, doors. And Jesus says, I am the door. You know, these great I am, seven I am statements of Jesus, you know, we've talked to, about them a lot over the last few weeks. We talked about, I am the bread of life, last weekend. I am the light of the world, Today. I am the door of life. There's actually in the Greek, it's interchangeable. There's two words that use I am the door, and if you read trans, some translations, it says I am the gate. I'm the door, I'm the gate. They mean the same thing. And that door thing. But you know, so Doug, he called me a day, he goes, Pastor, I'm having a hard time finding some door songs for Jesus. There's not any. I, I don't know of any. If if are, we, we're not singing them. <laughs> for whatever reason. But, but all these other ones, they are. I am, like, I am the chief shepherd. I am, you know, I am the Lamb of God. I am the light of the world. I am, I am the way. All those songs, man, we see. But here is, I am the door. I'm going to drive this so through your head today, I pray by the Spirit of Christ, that you'll go, man, doors are important to the Lord, and we'll see why today. So as you look at it, I think about it. We put our hands on the doorknob, and as we do that, when we put our hand on a door, it determines some things for us. It determines where we're going. It determines our destination. You, you, Here it is. Some of you put your hand, or maybe all of you or most of you, and you put your hands on the door one day, and you went through the church, and when you did, you walked down the aisle, and somebody met you down there, and you got married. Did that doorway change your life? Hello? And then maybe you went off to university, and you opened the door to your university or to your college or to your graduate school or wherever you went your technical school, somewhere, and you open the door, and then you open the door to your house, and you open the door to your apartment. You're just always opening doors. Doors are, in part, important to the kingdom. And, you know, there's three doors for all of us. These aren't going to come up in the notes, so I just want you to round them down. They're kind of important. There's the door of security that everybody's looking for. They're looking for financial security, emotional security, physical security, safety, security. I'm looking for a door. But there's one door, and that's that important door, and that's the door of Jesus And it gives abundant peace. It gives abundant joy. But let's keep going. There's another door. There's a door of significance. And here's that door. We're always trying to open that door, whether we admit it or not, Christian or non-Christian. Am I significant? Does my life matter? You know, those were the posing questions that I had as a 19-year-old that drove me nuts and drove me to the blessed Savior named Jesus. I was like, you know, life's been good, athletics has been good, this has been good, da-da-da, I enjoyed life, but it's like, but it just didn't seem to have purpose, it just didn't seem to matter, I just didn't know, does my life count, until I found it in the person of Christ, and then, so there's a door significant, let me give you a third one, there's the door of satisfaction, everybody wants to go through that door, man, I want to be satisfied, I want to be content, I want things to, to add up, and you know, there's, there's something I learned about in Psalm 23 and through other passages. One study I think next weekend we'll talk about, he is, I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd, you know what he does in Psalm 23, verse 2? Listen to this. The Lord, he starts, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall lack like nothing. He makes me to lie down in the green pastures. See, God wanted to satisfy. He was trying to teach us, I am the one. I am who I say I am. I am, I am. I am the one that will satisfy you. And you see, what I've learned about me and about you and just life, you always go through life trying to find out, how am I going to be satisfied? And you're going to run aimlessly through this life unless you finally surrender one day and yield your life to Jesus Christ and go, you are the great I am. You are the door. And you might go, well, I don't know if I'm going to say he's the door, but he is the door. You might say, well, he's life. He's the Lamb of God. He's the forgiver of my sins. He's my relationships. But doors, everywhere you look, there's a door. Matter of fact, when you get through this message today, you're like, I am so messed up. You're going going to sit in your chair this afternoon, you're going to look around. And some of you go home, I already know, some of you already have left me, and you started counting the doors in your house. How many have already counted the doors in your house? Go ahead and tell me. See, I I knew some of you were already counting. like, I don't know how many doors I got. And then you're like. I'm going to see how many doors we got in our office. I'm going to see how many doors we got here. You know, when we built this building, I had one key. I had a master key that controlled everything. One, one key. Oh, it's glorious. And I don't give that one out. And, And then there were some other keys, but pretty much we don't have a lot of different keys. And then we built this second building 10 years ago. And we had to get another stinking key. How many of you have a set of keys on your key ring that just make you mad? and they're not good for your steering column your column kind of sags going down the road how many of you have two sets of keys go ahead and be honest why is that because security keys 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 they're everywhere but here's the purpose this morning jesus just goes i'm the door to life i am the door to the father doors gates they have two two primary purposes write them down they let people in and they let people out see we had we opened the doors today so you could come in how many of you are glad you get to go out don't raise your hand too quick yeah. see but you know this morning we're not gonna go hey we're just gonna stay in no we're, we're gonna we're gonna leave and then we're gonna lock it up we come in we go out so as i think about that there's there's an image that i wanted to see if it's going to come up it, it, it's a picture it's one of my famous favorite ones well it's a little bit de- No, no 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 go, go back go back I, I, I won't get there. there there's not a picture of Jesus doing this right here knocking on the door oh okay well I have to talk to my friend hi right. well I, I, I had this really <laughs> that's funny I had this, I had this great one and I'll have to tell you about it I, I remember seeing it at the little Baptist Church I went to as a little kid there was this picture over on the wall and there was Jesus in his robe and he's standing there and he's knocking on the door you, you ever seen that picture you know, that used to be the big thing, man, At churches. Every, every church you went in, they had that picture of Jesus, and he's knocking on the door. Now, I'm going to mess with you a little bit in your theology about that a little bit later, about that it's a famous door, and it's an important door, but it's not. And we, we tie that to the gospel of Christ knocking at the door of, of our hearts, and that's true, but it's really kind of out of context. But, but it works, and I understand what they're saying. But this door thing, you think about it. Did you, ever, did you watch game shows growing up? And there was all these different ones like The Price is Right, Family Feud, Wheel of Fortune, whatever, and you get all these prizes. But you remember these shows that you watch, and but what what curtain or what door is it behind? And you know you're like, man, it's that door, it's that door. Well, you know what? We we have the door. We have the. We don't have to go. well, you know, you know, Jesus. Uh, yeah, Which door do you want me to go through? We see Jesus. Jesus didn't go. I am one of the doors. Jesus says, I am the. He he it determined. I am the only way to the father i'm the door that you must go through if, if you don't go through that entrance you negate your relationship with god you neglect having your sins forgiven if you don't go by the way of christ and we will just keep going through this because hope is always tethered to truth but you see if we're not careful we will attach ourselves to the things of this world that do not satisfy as i said a minute ago and it's easy to do that, even, even as a Christian. But let's look at John. Look there on the outline with me. i put it right here in your notes. John 10, 7 and 9. I assure you, I am the door of the sheep. Now, if you read a different translation, you'll say, I'm the gate of the sheep. And I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. And man, that is a that is a powerful, powerful statement of Jesus about who he is and and in this section if you if you read it all in the context chapter 10 of john and you read verses 1 through 10 you see the great words matter of fact i want to read it out of the new american standard and it's not going to come on the screen but i just want you to listen truly truly i say to you he who does not enter by the door into the fold of the sheep but climbs up some other way he is a thief and a robber but he who enters by the door is a shepherd of the sheep to him the door keeper opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and he leads them out when he puts forth all his own he goes ahead of them and the sheep follow him because they know his voice a stranger they simply will not follow but will flee from him because they did not know the voice of strangers this figure of speech jesus spoke to them but they did not understand what those things were which he had been saying to them so jesus began to say them again let me stop there have you ever noticed Jesus has to repeat himself? Why do you think that is? Because we're slow. <laughs> we're just like sheep. We're not extremely smart. And and, and Doug said it, he, it is important. So Jesus, verse 7, Jesus says to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep, and all who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved, and will go in and out and find pasture. But the thief only comes to steal, kill, destroy, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. And in your translation, it says, and I came that you might have life to the full. Abundant, full. Abundant or full? Fullness. Those two words are interchangeable. And that's what I'm glad that Jesus came to give us. So as we look at this, I just want you to fill in here. You see this message truth, go right under that. Jesus is the only door to salvation. See, everybody's trying to find salvation. Everybody's trying to find God. Everybody's trying to find how am I going to make it to the next life? How am I going to live forever? How am I going to be acceptable to God? How many good works can I do? Blah, 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 blah. We are sinners. There are none that are righteous, not even one. God laid on Jesus Christ the sin of us all. And I'm so grateful that the Father imputed Sin or Christ died for our sin, but because of Christ perfect blimp no blemishes his life was atoned for you and me I get received I get accepted into the grace into the family of God and so do you by faith in Christ and church the church said Man, That's the good news and Christ Christ makes us right. It's not it's not religion It's not us. I mean, all these religions are trying to teach all these things, and every one of them, basically, if you study the religions of the world, they're all trying to do this works basis, uh, works doctrine, that I'm going to try to earn enough points with God. God grades on the scale. I don't know where that came from. God is not. Did your professor in school grade on the scale? Uh, Okay, some of you said yes. A lot of them don't. Okay, but some do. Oh, let me just tell you. If you find a scripture in here that says God grades on the scale, please come show it to me. He does it. God demands perfection. He demands the blood of Christ to atone. So God is the door. So Jesus Christ, the door for all who believe, embrace, experience, then they enter in. He's basically, one passage would say, Jesus Christ is the cornerstone of our faith. He's the, he's the foundation. We, we enter into the presence of the Father through the door of Christ. See, those doors, they're just simple images, but when we walk through that door like, uh, like uh, right now, you know, I, 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 this is going to be horrible on video, but that's okay. How many have never, ever been over here to this door? Raise your hand. R- raise them high. I want to see. Yeah. Do you wonder what's back here? There, there's a cappuccino machine. There's popcorn. There's big screen TVs. It's game central. We're going to watch the Super Bowl. Let me see. Oh, somebody's, no, no, no. And all you are saying, man, you're a fool, pastor. You know what's back there? There's a dark hall. There's some, there's some hallways. Let me just tell y'all, this is the administrative wing of Christ's community. When you come in from out there, if you go through this door, you go into the offices. And you went, oh, oh, that ain't so cool. But you see, I'm amazed how many people come to church here over the years. And they'll go, and where am I, I find you. I said, what are you talking about? They go, are you in the sanctuary? I'm like, no. I've got an office back on the backside of the building. But if, if, if you're not used to it, you don't know where that door is. And some people, they'll say, "Like, you know, Pastor, I always wondered when you disappeared. I didn't know if you went back there and had lattes and hot chocolate and just sit around talking to people. What you're doing? Well, there's, a whole, there's a whole office. There's, there's uh, counters back there, board meetings, copy room, finance, all that kind of crazy stuff. And uh, anyway, I, I don't know why I did that, but I'm just trying to tell you. It, right, so you're saying, well, that door wasn't too intriguing. Hey, have you, ever been in, have you ever gone and looked in a new house, and you're like, what's behind that door? Well, if I tell you what's behind that door, I have to kill you. No, no, no I mean, wait, wait, what's behind that door? I, I don't know. And have you ever opened the door to a room and went, wow, wasn't what I was expecting? Well, you know, today, I mean, just do this. Begin to count the doors, that, not right now, begin to count the doors that you've been through today already. Think about how many doors you will enter in the rest of the day and the evening before you retire for the bed. It'll be amazing. And those doors bring entrance. You know why I say entrance? Because that's what the door of Jesus is it's the entrance to the kingdom, it's the entrance to fellowship and relationship with our Heavenly Father. Lord, I want to trust you. So look at this. Jesus is the door. Look at the second one. Walking through the door implies that we follow the voice of Jesus. Now, I've done series on the voice, and this is so, so critical, this one gate, how important it is. But what I want to say to you is the voice of God. When I open the door, I begin to say, Jesus, I want to hear your voice. I want to lean in. I want to listen to you. I want to follow you. Because see, already, Jesus is the door. It means he's the door of reconciliation. It means he's the door to the Father. But when we begin... We begin this walk of faith, and we begin to hear that small, still voice of our Father through the Spirit of God, and we listen, and we listen often. And as we listen, we don't just listen, but then we obey, and we begin to follow the voice of God. That's why we we call it quiet times, or devotional times, or time with the Lord. You still away, you get still. Be still and know that I am God. Lord, I want to listen to your voice. I find that a lot of people have a hard time being still. See, you, you, you probably figured this a long time ago. I'm, I'm very extrovert, a lot of energy. It's the way God's wired me. But I know how to just slow down my rhythms, and I know how to just get a new cadence, a new rhythm with Christ, just so that I can listen. That's why I walk so much, because that's a place that I slow down the worldly distractions, and I can, I can zero in on my Father. Have you ever been in a meeting before, and man, you were lost, you were challenged, you didn't know what to do, and you were right there with a lot of people, but you just whispered a prayer? How many do that a lot? You just whisper a prayer, Father, I need to hear from you. Father, I know I need to know what to do. I need to have some wisdom. I need to know which way to go. I need to know which way not to go. So this follow, look, listen to this, and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They will run for him because they don't know his voice. Here it is you ever notice this? Mamas. Mamas are awesome. Mamas are incredible. Women are God's gift. Thank you. Okay, you're a smart man. There you go. (laughs) And have you ever noticed this about women? You know, you're over at somebody's house, and everybody's having a good time. Let's say next weekend, and you're at a Super Bowl party. And all the kids, and you're hearing, ah, and all screaming, and all this noise is going on. And then all of a sudden you hear somebody cry, Yeah, that's not a bad cry. But you can have 42 moms in the room, and there can be total pandemonium, total chaos. And that kid, and listen, they got two kids, three kids, four kids, five kids, six kids, lots of kids. And that one kid lets out that curdling cry, that scream, that mama, every mama, you ever notice this? Every mama in the group turns and looks at them, and they burn them. But that mama, before you even look, they're in motion. They're going after the cub. They hear their child because they know their child's cry. You know, they just do. You know, I'm thinking about how well do we know our father's voice when he speaks, and we listen. The scripture says, "I am the door," and in my my sheep listen to my voice. They won't. Hey, let's go back to that screen that had the uh, the, the the cattle pen. Now, when when you talk about, when it says, Jesus, I am the door. See, this right here will help you more than anything. You see, see this rock, you know, you go to Israel, it is rock city. It's not up here in Tennessee like you think it is. It's in Israel, okay? And you see all these rocks. And they have them stacked up, say, about so high. But you see right there, there's an entrance. And in that entrance, they didn't have a screen door. They didn't have a metal door. They didn't have some kind of door. You know who the door was? The shepherd. And the shepherd sat there in the door. And I learned a lot about as I studied about the door of the sheep. There's some sheep pens that would probably have thousands of sheep and different shepherds would go there and they would like lead their sheep in, and then when they got ready to go, those sheep knew their voice and they would walk out. And then there were smaller, say, sheep pens with gates like this. But nobody would come in or out, because that shepherd would sit right there in the gate, and that shepherd was a protector that shepherd was strong and nobody entered in or out without his permission do you not see jesus said i am the door for my sheep nobody comes in or out without me allowing access do you have a better picture of it now when jesus says i am the door it's just rich it's just that we have a a lord we have a leader We have a protector of our souls that watches for us and he says listen You know when I think about this listening thing I want to go back to that listen means to follow and when we follow it means we have more life It means we have abundant life and when we follow It might mean that we have a high heat reality of life that happens How many of you believe that it rains on the just and the unjust and bad things happen to good people and bad things happen to bad people? How many think life is just crazy? Yeah, you're like, I mean, where you been, you know, and it's okay because God's with us and even if he doesn't do whatever It's like God. We can know your voice. We can surrender to you. We want to listen Lord We want you to speak and I want you to write these down on the side. These are critical How do I hear the voice of the shepherd? How do I know that he's the door? How do I get guidance? How do I listen? God, I've told you this over and over, but I have to say it over and over because I think sometimes people forget god has given us his word for life and direction and guidance and spiritual growth and god has and will always speak primarily through his word through the word hold your bibles up i'm just curious how many even brought them just hold them up we haven't done that a long time come on you're looking good that looks good man some of you are like i know doug's over here holding his phone up going glory here it is i know i know i know I, i understand But I gotta tell you, there ain't nothing like this right here, is it? See, Doug can't do that. I I know you got one at home. I got one here. No, no, I'm I'm teasing (laughs) with Doug. Here it is. Hey, he knows the word. That's what I love. He loves God's word. The word. I I want you to be in. So God speaks primarily through his word. Let me give you another other ways. He speaks through the quiet whisper of the Holy Spirit. So write down the word. Write down the Holy Spirit. He speaks through our conscience timothy says some have seared their consciences they they've hardened themselves they don't hear but god does speak their conscience here's another one i believe that god speaks through listen listen i believe god speaks through other people through the wise advice of counselors there is safety in the abundance of counselors get some people that are godly And can speak into your life it's critical it's essential you've got decisions to make you've got concerns you've got fears you've got victories you just you're just doing life you need people you need to have wise advice and here's another way i think god speaks he speaks through circumstances he speaks through life's events and i tell you what else i'll just add another i believe that god speaks through Our worship through great worship music. Do you believe that church? I Cannot tell you how many times I feel like the father has really spoken clearly to me Especially ones that are so incredibly Biblical lyrically and they back up and they support the scripture. They just get down and they resonate and I mean I can't tell you how many times i've been listening to a song and and the lord began to speak truth over me Drove me to scripture and I begin to say god. What are you saying? And he would speak, just like he does you. So listen to Jesus doing what he says. So this rock wall. Now, let, let, let's look at this other wall. I think there's an eastern gate. I know I'm, this right here, this is the eastern gate. It's represented there in Israel at, at the Mount of Olives. And this is where Jesus Christ is going to come back to earth. This is where he's going to come back down to the eastern gate. So when you say just inside the eastern gate, this is where Jesus has come, come busting through this gate with his great entrance and his second coming. How many are longing for that? the second coming of Christ. He will come again. So that's a gate. Let me give you another, uh, another gate, another door. Now this right here, anybody know what that door is? It's, it's got a name. It's called the door of humility. The door is four foot tall. It sits there basically at, at the church there at Bethlehem. And in that door, and what you have to do is you have to bend down like this to go through the door. I think it's kind of a neat thing. But this door, and so you see all these doors all over Israel. We see all the doors all over America, all over Alabama. There's just doors, and God's trying to speak to us. But there at the church of nativity, the door of humility, listen to this. You bow your head to go through that door. And you know what? I think you and I do that spiritually. I don't think we enter the door of eternal life till we bow our hearts. We bow our head before the king. I still remember it like yesterday. It was 42 years ago. Last week, Jesus came pursuing, knocking, and I opened the door of my heart to Him, and He found me lost, hopeless, and what I, I didn't think about till I'm just saying now is prophetic for me. I didn't know. I wasn't a Christian. I wasn't raised in a religious home even. I just remember when christ became so real to me that i wanted him more than i wanted my next breath but i do remember this i was in at troy state university i had a dorm room with an old nasty metal bed anybody remember those nasty metal beds at college golly my back hurts right now thinking about it and i remember i can see it just like i see y'all right now i remember getting out of that bed and i remember getting down on my knees because i heard that's what religious people do <laughs> And I just bowed before Him, and I just said, "Jesus Christ, I am messed up. I'm broken. I need You, Lord. Would You come? Would You just come and invade my life? God, give me life. I, I didn't. I didn't have any other words. I, I, I never read the Bible really. Little parts of it. I, I didn't understand what it meant." And all I know is it was, a, it was a prayer of humility, of dependence, of looking to him, looking to the door, opening the door to Christ. And Christ invaded, and it began a four-plus-decade journey of faith. My God is real. My God is good. Is your God good? He's good. And you know what? I find that's the best place that I go back to. A lot of positions I've been in. But I find the best position for me is to still bow and to say, Holy God, come, enter, have your way. Here it is. Look at the third point. Let's go there. Walking through the door involves avoiding the thieves. There's a lot of thieves and robbers. The Scripture talks about them in different places, and they come to rob and steal and kill and destroy us. And some of those thieves, you know what some of those thieves are? Just write them down. They're not going to come up. I think this is good. Some of the thieves that try to rob me and you from the door is the thief of pleasure. You know, you know, like, man, if I could just take one more cruise, if I could just uh, retire in luxury, if I could just have more fantasies, if I could just do this. But you know what Ecclesiastes 1, 1 1.8 says? The eyes not satisfied by seeing or the ear filled with hearing. Only God can satisfy the longing of my heart. Here's another one. You and I, I, I've tried to find life in performance through the door of performance, and it doesn't. Ecclesiastes 5.10, listen to Solomon. The one who loves money is never satisfied with money. The one who ever loves wealth is never satisfied with income. This, too, Solomon says is futile. He says, man, I got money. He says, I got lots of money. I heard a thing today. day. I shared it with a small group the other night. I read about Solomon's palace, Solomon's kingdom, Sol- Solomon's uh, temple, and in today's money And all the workers that served there, they said it would be worth probably, are you ready for this, $140 billion. Solomon was rich, guys. And he had lots of wisdom. He also had a lot of problems. Okay, that's another story. So performance did not get it. Look at this. You don't find life in possessions. You don't find life in position. Have you ever tried to do that? I have. Man, if I could get in this position, if I could do this, then that would be the door. That would be the door I've always wanted to walk through. Have you ever walked through a door to go? Huh. That, that, that ain't the door I wanted to walk through. I wanted to walk through another door. How many of you want to do a do-over sometimes? Anybody want to do a do-over? Raise your hand if you ever want to do-over. You want to walk through another door. I talked to a friend the other day. He says, man, I think I walked through the wrong door. And this guy's very, very successful. He says, but, and he called me. I mean, if I shared his story and I won't, it, it would just mind boggle you. But he called me the other day and he says, I've just done something. He said it's very moral. He says, I'm very blessed. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He said, all this. He says, but you know, he says, Keith, I've been friends with him over 40 years. He goes, I think I walked through the wrong door. And then he said this. Would you pray for me? And I've been praying for him every day since then. Saying, God, help him. I mean, this particular thing you can't reverse that but it just but i want him to have peace i want him to it just showed me the power of walking i mean if you're not careful listen to this principle you want to ask god to direct you as you walk through doors you ever? how many of you you ever pray this prayer boy i pray it god i want an open door please make it so uh just abundantly clear god open the door how many pray those prayers i pray them all the time god i want open doors how many of you pray closed doors god slam it shut don't let me enter it god if that's the wrong door That's a good prayer too But doors and you can read through the scriptures a matter of fact I'll get to these because i'm going to show them to you because the thieves come to masquerade and why we're not safe And and god says I want you to come I want you to embrace my sheep, but I want you to I want you to write these down Just somewhere right down. And, and I want to apologize we ran out of worship gods. Praise God. I'm, not, I'm sad that you don't have one. I'm thrilled that we ran out of some, so I'll make sure next weekend we got more. But I want you to write these down aside the side or put them in. Doug, go ahead. Put it in your phone. Here we go. Write it down. Exodus 12. God told the Israelites to put the blood of the Passover sacrifice over the doorpost. It was all about doors. Exodus. Uh, let me give you some more. Psalm 141.3. Keep watch over the door of my lips. See, the lips are referred to as a door. Hosea this passage speaks of the door of hope. That's who God is. Matthew 6.6, close the door, pray to your Father, and He will reward that which you do in secret. See, we close the door to our prayer closet. Matthew 7.7, seeking you will find, ask, and the door will be opened to you. Matthew 27, listen to this. It speaks of the door, the gate to Jesus' tomb. Revelation 4.1, After this, I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven. And the voice I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. And all through the Scripture, we see these doors. Matthew 25, on and on and on. And Jesus knocking on the door. And see, that's what it was when I told you a minute ago. That conviction of the gospel was clear to my heart that winter night when Jesus knocked if, he open, if we open that door, he will come in and fellowship and he will sup, or he will fellowship with us and us with him. I love the promise of Jesus. Jesus, you love to give invitations. And today, it's just a great invitation to the door that Jesus says, I am the door of life. I am the door for the sheep. I am the door. But let's get to here. we, we got to get there quickly. The fourth point, walking through the door. Listen to this. Walking through the door always leads to abundant life to a super abundant life in christ christ said i came that you might have life abundant i came that you might have life to the full you know lord i I want that i want to stand in your process lord I, i want to be with you i want to open the door i want to give you access but here's i remember hearing this years ago and i still believe it the lord listen the lord is a gentleman. He never comes in barraging, knocking, slamming down the door, forcing himself on us. But the Lord gently nudges. The Lord gently pursues. I like the word. The Lord woos us unto himself. But the Lord says he is a door and we need to open the door of our heart wide. Who is this king of glory? he is jesus and he's coming again he's here for us and he wants to come and he wants to invade our door and give us intimacy with him but let me say this it's easy to ignore his voice it's easy to get distracted i know i read a study the other day about social media apps tv whatever all this stuff and it says the average American adult, 18 years and older, spends two hours and 51 minutes a day on their smartphone. That equates to 86 hours a month. Yesterday, or a couple days ago, I got a new phone. I was charging my phone up every two hours. I was going nuts. And uh, so I got a new phone. And, you know, so right now, oh, it just opened. It's got facial recognition thank you jesus okay so but 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 here's the thing this thing i love it it helps me keep up with you i was taking pictures of you this morning we tell stories and all that. it's it you know it's it's a fun thing but if i'm not careful and if you're not careful this thing can be a distraction to hearing the voice of the almighty and i just take some of you off but god just says hey in proper balance how many of you some of the happiest time is when you put this thing away and you go on your merry little way and have life when i first became a pastor 38 years ago we didn't have these we used to do a thing we're leaving the office and we left and until we came back again there was no communication then somebody invented this nasty little thing called a pager and I had codes with my office, and if they hit, if they ever hit nine one one, it meant D- go find a telephone now. And I would have a quarter. I know isn't it? I'm old, and you have to go find a quarter and put it in a payphone, or go borrow somebody's phone. Now you know we don't have all that, so I, I'm not saying I'm not advocating. Let's all go back to those times. I'm just saying all with balance. But here it is, Jesus. He's the door. He's the door to the Father. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. In a few weeks, we'll just cover Jesus' I am, the gospel. Hey, would you bow your heads with me this morning as we get ready for some body life 2-0? Lord, you are the gate, and we come and go. But Lord, I pray that we would find pasture with you, But we would find a rich, satisfying, abundant, full of life, trusting in the goodness of Christ. Lord, we need you. Lord, help us to draw near this morning. I pray that somehow these words have shown us our need for an overflowing, abundant life that you came to give. Lord, give us vitality of spirit. Give us energy. Give us joy. Give us forgiveness. Give us peace. Give us a new outlook. Give us eternal hope. Lord, give us you. Lord, we want you more than whatever else that we think we want. Because Jesus, we know. You're the only gate. You're the only door into heaven. May we enter that door by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, right now.